listen to me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 32? 33? I forget. What chapter am I on now? I didn't didn't say it the last time. Um, I believe I'm on chapter um, 32. Uh, But it's a little confusing. Um, Yes, 32. 32. Um, Because some reason Apple... Actually, I'm not going to blame Apple on this. The Apple Podcast is a new thing. They replaced iTunes-specific... It's still confusing to me, because you can still get the Apple Podcast on iTunes, but they specifically have branded everything separate now. Because before everything was on iTunes, now everything is kind of separate. It's like Apple Music, Apple Movies, Apple Podcasts, Apple Ringtones. I don't know. It's all Apple whatever now. But it's all encompassed in... um, in iTunes, I guess. I don't know. It's confusing. And I'm not going to blame them. But the reason, the, who I am going to blame is Google. Because Google has really screwed up my podcast feed um, on a couple of different occasions. Uh, first time around, it was, they changed the Google Drive um, because of something. And the way you you could link stuff that would then feed into the blog, which would then go to the my feed feed thing, which then go then go to iTunes. It got changed, and then it couldn't automatically do that. So I had to get rid of that Google Drive thing, which apparently Google Drive's been an issue lately. I don't know. There's some virus or something going around. I don't know. This Google Drive's a little sketchy at the moment, so let's leave that alone. So I moved all my all my recordings over to archive.org, which has worked pretty easily and uh, has worked well so far. Um, but then there's there's a link that you get from that that you put into the blog. The blog feeds to the um, uh, feed burner burner um, dot Google. It's another Google site, and then that ups the feed to iTunes. I don't know. It's very or Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever. It's very uh, technically stupid, and it's not as easy as it should be. It's not terribly difficult, as long as you have somewhat knowledge of stuff. Um, the problem with that is, apparently there's a limit on how many posts you can have in FeedBurner by default. So the default is 25, which I didn't realize until recently when I was uh, looking at my older episodes because I was trying to figure out when a certain episode that I did I actually did and I was going back and it wasn't there or it was there but the ones before that weren't there and I was like hmm what what's going on here and then eventually I figured out you had to do some manipulation um of sorts um of the um of how you post your feed and you have to add an extra line to it that says like max results and then put a number. The problem is you can't put too high of a number because if you do that, then you go over the limit of uh, the amount of information that can feed into the feed burner. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, eventually that's going to run out. I know. Um, so I tried to do that initially, but then I had a lot of posts, um, 
from before when I was doing the podcast. If you go to my blog, I have posts way back from like 2010, maybe 2011. I forget when I started it. Um, you know, there aren't podcasts related, and I had it set up so that it would only pick up the posts that were the podcasts in order to then feed to iTunes and so forth and so on. Um, so for whatever reason, I couldn't figure out initially how to do both. So either I was getting, getting, um, either I was getting, uh, you know, the podcast only up to a certain, the only 20, the last 25, or if I did it the other way, I was getting a whole bunch of posts that weren't podcast related feeding through to my feed but then also I could only put a certain amount because it was going, you know, I could add to limit it um, with the amounts because it would be too many, too much information. Eventually, after some um, trial and error, I eventually figured it out. Um, the other problem with that, uh, that too, was that it wasn't posting um, them in order. Or it wasn't so much that it weren't in order. It was that they weren't taking the original date posted. So what happened was when I originally... When Google Drive went to hell, and then I had to switch everything to archive.org, I had to switch, update the link on the blog post. Well, that then told the feed that was a new blog post. So everything then had a date of, like, June, last June or whenever I, had, whenever I did it, um, which is just annoying because it looks like I posted a million podcasts back in June or whatever it was, and I didn't. So I'd figured out how to do that so that it, when it fed through the feed, it would do it by the published date in the blog. But when I did the new thing with the max results and getting the more posts, it kind of erased that. And unfortunately, then it was showing everything coming up as June, and I was showing a bunch of stuff that didn't. Eventually, I figured out by just trial and error um, of where in the code... You needed to put the max results, and it was at the end, or it was in the middle, I forget. Whatever it was, it was after when the podcasting. This is all a bunch of technical jargon that you probably don't even care about, but it's important to note that if for some reason you were looking at my blog, or, or not my blog, but my if you were looking on iTunes, and probably Stitcher too, I didn't actually check Stitcher to make sure everything was on up and up on that side, but if you were looking at my iTunes for whatever reason, and notice things were going haywire, that would explain it. And Google is really annoying. That's just what I'm going to say that right now. Google, hey, stop being annoying. I probably should find a different way to do the podcast. Um, unfortunately, a lot there's a lot out there that are a lot better, but um, you have to pay for them um, or, or something, or you have to be a little more technically sound than I am. Um, but all right, anyways, moving along, uh, in the last chapter, uh, chapter 31, as it was, um, I made some predictions for some boxing matches and pay- WWE payback. So let's, let's review that first and see how I did. All right. So, um, uh, what was that? S- Saturday, April 29th, I believe, um, when Anthony Johnson took on, or yeah, sorry, Anthony Joshua, took on um, uh, Vladimir Klitschko for the, I think it was the IBF and the WBO titles. No, it was the WBA and the IBO title that were vacant because of Tyson Fury giving them up. And then he retained, or 
and he also retained, or sorry, he was also defending his IBA, uh, Anthony Joshua was defending his IBF heavyweight title. So Anthony Johnson, I keep saying it, not Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson lost to Daniel Cormier. That was a while ago. No, Anthony Joshua beat Vladimir Klitschko and uh, might have ended his career. Um, I didn't actually, I saw some of the, I saw the end of the the bout, um, and he pretty much kicked his butt. I mean, it it ended up being a TKO in the 11th round, but it probably could have been over before that. Um, but Klitschko just was hanging on. Um, but anyways, um, Klitschko might be done. Might be done. Uh, that might be the end of the Klitschkos. Uh, but now, Anthony Joshua um, is the IBF heavyweight champion, the WBA, and the IBO. Not sure who the WBC champion is at the moment. but um, Or the other 15 probably heavyweight titles are. Uh, but whatever, that's not important. Um, so, he's b- basically the heavyweight champion of the world right now. And whoever the WBC champion is, which is the only one that's really... Um, you know, recognized um, as a major contender here. Um, maybe they'll fight. And I'm not sure that is. I should look it up because that's kind of important. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's more or less, more or less, he's the. Uh, he can't say undisputed, but he's he's the guy right now. Um, you know, so got that right. See, I mean, I make all these UFC predictions, and I don't really know a ton about UFC. And honestly, obviously, there was more than one fight. I mean, I guess that's the issue. There's, you know, that there, there was the one boxing match that was the big fight, but there was obviously more than one fight in that card. I just didn't bother to, didn't bother, didn't care to look to see who else was um, fighting. Um, all right, let's see. Let's do champions. So currently. Uh, oh, there's IBO. Uh, there's IBO. I thought that was the du- IBF and IBO. All right. Well, there is the IBO. I know that. So there's that WBO. I forgot about the WBO. Oh, WBO. All right. Joseph Parker is WBO champion now. Anthony uh, Joshua is the IBF, WBA, and the IBO. They don't list that here because apparently that one's not important. But the WBC is Dante Wider. Wilder? Wilder. Dante Wilder. Dante Wilder. Okay, so, yeah, so there we go. Um, uh, Anthony Joshua is still undefeated at uh, 19-0 now, so, um, yeah, there we go. All right, moving on. Uh, Payback was on the next night. Um, Unfortunately, after the Bruins lost to the Ottawa Senators in Game 6, of the Stanley Cup Finals, uh, or not Finals, Stanley Cup Playoffs, first round of the Stanley Cup play, Playoffs, um, and they are eliminated. Ottawa's then gone on to beat the Rangers, um, and are headed to the Stanley Cup, the Eastern Conference Finals, to take on Pittsburgh, who won Game 7 last night um, against Washington Capitals. Um, meanwhile, the Celtics beat the Washington Wizards last night, in game five of their series to go up three to two. Um, back to hockey for a minute. Edmonton, unfortunately, uh, will not be going to the Western Conference as they lost last night to Anaheim in game seven. And Anaheim will be taking on Nashville Predators of all teams. Uh, so that'd be interesting, I guess. Nashville versus Anaheim. Um, 
and then Ottawa against um, Pittsburgh. There you go. And then in the basketball, the Cavs haven't lost the game yet. The Warriors haven't lost the game yet. Seems like they're on pace to face each other in the finals. But the uh, Celtics are up on the Wizards 3-2, and the Spurs are up on the uh, Rockets 3-2. So, yeah, there's still, still a lot to be decided in those um Red Sox won today, but they're they're trailing the Yankees right now, and Baltimore's in there too. Um, yeah, it's still early. Can't really pay too much attention to uh, baseball until um, basketball's over. Anyways, or the Celtics are done, I guess. Um, but then they got the draft too. the The uh, NBA draft lottery, I believe, is um, I want to say it's the twenty second of May. I might be the wrong date, but it's somewhere in that in that time frame. So that'll be interesting. But anyways, tangent um, over uh, side tangent. Uh, WWE Payback was um, a couple weeks ago, almost at this point. Um, they were in San Jose. Keep in mind of that San Jose, which is three hours behind Boston. The fact that it started at eight o'clock. Or, well, the pre-show started at 7, but the actual show started at 8 o'clock, was over by 11, a little after 11, I believe, which would be 8 o'clock in San Jose. That's going to play a factor in one of these matches, just saying. All right, so the pre-show match, uh, end zone cast beat, and uh, Gallison, Gallows and Anderson. Um, no big surprise there, I got that one right. Then they started off the show with Kevin Owens defending his U.S. title against Chris Jericho, and surprisingly, Jericho won. Now, I kind of had a feeling they might swerve people on this, because everyone kind of knew Jericho was leaving, but he had one more show to go. Whether that was going to be Raw on Monday or SmackDown on Tuesday was the question. The problem with that was Kevin Owens was on SmackDown, and uh, which I guess wasn't whoever won. It was just if Jericho won, he would go to SmackDown. So Kevin Owens wasn't going to go either way. Or wasn't, wasn't was staying on SmackDown either way. So obviously, you know, um, I mean, Jericho could have lost and just been on Raw and said goodbye or something. But they did it a little differently. Jericho won, then went on SmackDown, defended, you know, gave Kevin Owens his rematch. Owens won and then beat the hell out of Jericho. And now he's injured. Um, a.k.a. touring with Fozzie. Uh, he'll be back at some point, I'm imagining. I don't know when. I don't know if it'll be as soon as, like, SummerSlam or if it won't be till like, um, Royal Rumble or something or maybe not even till WrestleMania next year or, you know, to lead up to WrestleMania or whatever. Um, it's unclear. Um, you know, I guess I, I, don't, I don't know how long this tour is supposed to be. I suppose, I mean, they just released, or they're about to release an album, so I'm imagining he's going to tour a good amount on that. Uh, but I just don't know the extent of the tour. They've only announced a handful of dates, um, here and there. Um, so yeah, who knows? All right, but anyways, moving on, uh, then I believe the next match was Neville versus Austin Aries, if I remember correctly. Um, and, uh, this one's a little stupid. Okay, I got it wrong, because I predicted Neville, but Neville lost by disqualification because he shoved the ref. Or grab the ref or whatever. So Austin Aries technically won, but didn't win the title. So, pff, yeah, a little bit low on that one. All right, next up, um, the Hardy Boys beat 
uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. No big surprise there. Looks like they're going to have another rematch at Extreme Rules. Probably, I mean, I'd say a ladder match, but they just did a ladder match at at uh, WrestleMania. Maybe a TLC match? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I know they have a TLC pay-per-view, and they kind of tend to leave those matches for that specifically. I mean, specifically TLC matches, not so much ladder matches or table matches or whatever. But they got to do something. It's Extreme Rules, right? Team Extreme, right? All right, moving on. Uh, Bailey in her hometown, San Jose, lost the title to Alexa Bliss. You know, it's not the first time a face is lost in their hometown. It gives the heel real big heat. Um, Alexa Bliss, you know, they, they're obviously riding high on her. She, obviously, she did well in SmackDown, and they kind of basically traded her for Charlotte. So... Sort of makes sense. I, I mean, I th- I thought that Sasha Bailey was going to be ultimately um, SummerSlam, and it still might be. Uh, it's just I don't know how you get from here to there. I mean, it's still a couple months till SummerSlam, so it's still a few months till SummerSlam. So I'm guessing Sasha wins it from Alexa at some point, and then um, yeah, no, I'm uh, <laughs> I forgot to mute uh, Amazon Echo, which Incidentally, um, WWD did acknowledge, uh, they, they put out a little video basically of saying a lot of people have been annoyed because their Amazon echoes keep going off because Alexa Bliss is on TV or whatever. But, uh, anyways, she's a new champ. So there we go. Moving on. All right. Now we get to the, um, controversial, if you want to call it that match of the night, the house of horrors match. Now, no one really knew exactly what it was going to be, um, they had announced prior to the show that, um, or you know, that it was going to start in the House of Horrors and then it's going to end in the arena. Okay, so similar to how the backlot brawl, I suppose, or the boiler room brawl, in theory worked. I, I mean, the, the boiler room brawl in was supposed to end in the ring. That was the whole point. Yeah, mankind and Undertaker, one of them was supposed to grab the urn from Paul Bearer for because that. Whatever for whatever reason, but they ended up back in the arena. The Gold Dust, Roddy Piper, Hollywood backlot brawl wasn't necessarily supposed to, but it did just because it was like, all right, well, this makes sense. The thing with both of those, well, specifically the boiler room match, that made sense. They're in the arena already, so just go to the ring or go, yeah, go to the ring. But that's that always leads a weird like, okay, well, what's the point of going into the boiler room then? Like, can you just go in the boiler room for two seconds and then leave? And then just go go to the ring to get the, you know, whatever. Um, that one was always weird. But in the, this one, you at least had to win by pinfall or submission or something. It wasn't just going to the ring and getting something. But it's always weird because it's like, all right, well, you know, why are you going to this place? You know, it's like, all right, so you go in there and beat him up for a while and then leave? Like, it's, it, there was no incentive for someone to leave if you're, the point is just to beat the other person up. But then to leave and not bring them with you, it was we went by forfeit. Like, what was it? Just it was very confusing. So the, I mean, the, the there was more more than that that was confusing. But the biggest issue people have had with this is, other than how did Randy Orton get back to the arena because he got a he had a refrigerator dumped on him, 
in the House of Horrors, and then Bray Wyatt left. And by the by the way, Randy Orton showed up in a in a limo, which was a bit weird. And then Bray Wyatt left in that same limo, which also a bit weird. At least in like the Hollywood Batlock brawl, there was like an explanation as to how they got back to the arena. Like Goldust had his gold Cadillac and drove off, and then Roddy Piper got jumped in the white Bronco, and then they kind of followed him. Sort of, they followed him. Whole quotation in the air, the OJ thing, whatever. But the, there was at least a kind of an explanation how they got back to the arena. In this one, Bray Wyatt gets in the limo. He ends up back at the arena, and then all of a sudden he goes to the ring, and then Randy Orton's there. It's like, wait, where did Randy Orton? How did he get there? The other issue was this match probably started at nine thirty. I want to say there was a break in between because they did the House of Horrors matches. Then they did another match in between that, and then they got to the the arena. Which, okay, fine, I get that. And <laughs> there's a problem with that. Apparently the house was in Missouri, because someone looked it up online, and it's on it's for sale. It's not a very nice house, but not for sale, uh, if you want to buy it. Um, but the problem was, is, okay, that you can't drive a limo that fast to get back to the arena. Uh, second of all, if it was... I mean, this was found out afterwards, the house was in Missouri, but the point was, like, okay, if they're in with in driving range of the arena, they're in San Jose, somewhere near San Jose, California, it's 9.30 Eastern Time, 6.30 West Coast Time, it's still light out. They showed up at the house and it was dark. So, yeah, someone, continuity issues aside, how was the actual match? Yeah, it was, wasn't anything groundbreaking. Um, it was fine for what it was. Ultimately ended up just setting up the match for Jinder Mahal and, and Randy Orton at, at Backlash. So whatever, but, um, and then kind of established Bray Wyatt on Raw, I suppose, where they go with that. Who knows, but we still got a few more weeks till Extreme Rules. All right, but moving on, Seth Rollins beat Samoa Joe. It was a good match. It didn't really seem to settle anything, I suppose. Um, I think that's going to lead to another rematch at uh, Extreme Rules, some sort of gimmick match, I'm assuming. Uh, and then Braun Strowman took on Roman Reigns. And Braun Strowman won, so I got that one wrong. But then, afterwards, uh, as Braun Strowman beat the hell out of uh, Roman Reigns and he was getting get put in the ambulance, Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman decided to attack him again and then ran... Shoulder first into an ambulance door, which injured him. And now, as it's come, now it's been revealed that he actually is legit injured and is going to have surgery and be out for a couple months. Now, I don't know if he actually injured his shoulder on that door or if it was something that already existed and they just needed some way of explaining it or if it happened after that or what. I, I don't really know, but regardless of the fact, regardless of that fact... Um, he is injured and will be out for uh, a couple months, and they did um, do an injury angle for him on Raw, where Roman Reigns beat him up and injured his shoulder, because that's a face thing to do to a heel. I don't, I don't get it. Um, but anyways, um, so there we go. I ended up going 4-4, four and four, although I'm kind of BS about the Neville one that I lost. So it's really 5-4, and four, or 5-3, and three, I suppose. But whatever. All right. So then, moving on to Cinco de Mayo, um, or actually, it was 
Sace Day, my I suppose, because it took place on the Saturday night, May 6th. I lost my bet on Kentucky Derby. I went with, um, uh, I don't even know who I went with. doesn't even matter. Always dreaming one. Um, I lost five bucks. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, should have bet on Canelo Alvarez, though, because he won a unanimous decision over Jorge, uh, Jorge, goddamn, um, Julio Chavez, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., um, Jorge, yeah, he's Jorge, no, but, um, uh, it wasn't for anything, um, in fact, I think Canelo had to give up something, um, because he moved up, because he was the light middleweight, and he moved, this was middleweight, or it might have been a catchweight, I don't think this was actually any sort of weight, I think there was kind of in between, um, and he had to give up the lineal middleweight title, I think, also, um, but he's already announced that he's going to fight Triple G, um, coming up in September, and that will be for all, basically all the titles, all the middleweight titles, so that'll basically be, um, um, Unifying all the titles for the undisputed championship. I don't think anyone else has anything other than oh, Billy Joe Saunders has the WBO. Oh, he's the interim. Oh no, there's an interim. I don't know. Whatever. Basically, yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Triple G Canelo. It will be for most of the titles. Someone wants to fight Billy Joe Saunders or apparently Avantadi Kurtz. Is the WBO interim title holder and Hassan Nadam is the WBA interim middleweight title holder or whatever those mean? I, I still don't understand the interim one titles. They don't make any sense to me. But regardless, um, yeah. So Triple G versus Canelo in September should be a good one. Uh, Canelo is now 40, 49 one and one, and Triple G is let's see. I don't know. He is. Yeah, he's undefeated still. He's 37-0. and 0, So that'll be quite the matchup. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. fell to um, a record of... What is he? 53-1 and one now with a one one no decision or, or no contest, I guess, or whatever it was. Um, Alright, so there we go. Um... And that's how I fared. I, I got that one right. So I got the two boxing matches right and went four and four at the wrestling. But now let's move on because we got more stuff coming up this weekend. Uh, so so Friday night, um, Ring of Honor and um, New Japan Pro Wrestling are doing their World War of the Worlds uh, pay-per-view uh, live from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City um, at the Manhattan Center, which um, isn't the same ballroom where they used to film raw raw was filmed at the grand ballroom i believe is what it's called same center it's at the manhattan center but there's two different rooms i guess at the manhattan center i've never been inside i've been there on the outside i've never been inside um but anyways yeah so yeah that's coming up on friday night uh so let's see Right. Uh, yeah, this is the fourth night of a tour they do. It's the World of Words tour, but um, this one's the actual like big one for the pay per view. All right, so let's see. 
I didn't set this up, did I? No, I did not. All right, I'm going to take one. I'll be back in one second. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that little technical difficulties. Um, but all right, um, so Ring of Honor, War of the Worlds. I'll uh, start off with the... Um, so this is New Japan and Ring of Honor kind of doing their... A dual show, so there's a lot of Jap- Japanese guys, uh, or guys from New Japan. They aren't all Japanese. Um, in this, uh... all right. So I guess we'll start off with Jay White against Will Osprey. Um, yeah, I'll go with Will Osprey. I don't know. There's not really any sort of. That's a problem when they do these shows. A lot of these matches are just kind of thrown together. There's no real f- feud or storyline. Um, I'm sure there'll be good matches, but, you know, to know, like, oh, does it make sense for this guy to win or this guy to win, it's really hard to predict. Um, but, yeah, I'll go with Osprey. Um, all right, next up we got, see, now here's one that does have some sort of, you know, backstory behind it. Frankie Kazarian, who joined the Bullet Club only to screw them over. To help Christopher Daniels win, uh, taking on Hangman Page, who kind of was, you know, assigned to beat him up more or less. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Kazarian on this one. Uh, all right, next up, um, we got a uh, four. Four-way match between Bobby Fish, Dalton Castle, Kushida, and Silas Young. Really kind of a toss-up here. Um, I'm going to go Dalton Castle just because I feel like they're trying to push him back in the main event at some point. And it kind of would make sense to for him to win this kind of match. I don't know. I don't think this is for anything. But even still, it doesn't. It would still vault him, beating all those guys. Be interested to see what happens with him, because he's kind of got a gimmick. I don't think I don't know if it would kind of I don't know if it would translate to like say WWE or anything like that. But you know, he's 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 you know he's a good wrestler and everything. But I don't know. You know, a lot of him, a lot of it is his gimmick. You know, a lot of his appeal, I should say, is his gimmick. Um, you know, he's got the boys. You know, he's, you know, he he's he's uh, a Freddie Mercury type guy or whatever. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but anyways, moving on. Uh, we got. Um, let's see, uh, we got a uh, um, three-way tag match. Between Los Ingrenables de Japón, uh, Evil and Sonata, taking on Search and Destroy, which is Chris Sabin and Jonathan Gresham, because Alex Shelley is his hurt right now, so he, he'll be in their corner, I guess. And then War Machine, um, who, from all intents purposes, I've heard are on their way out of Ring of Honor. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I've heard rumors that they might be uh, headed to um, WWE, but... Nothing is um, uh, set in stone, as it were. Um, but with that said, 
I kind of feel like Los Ingrenobles de Japón are going to win. I think that's how you say it. I'm not totally sure. All right, moving on, we have a um, a dream match, as they're calling it, between Adam Cole and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Now, Adam Cole is on his way out. Well, not necessarily, but his contract is up. Now, what that means necessarily, I don't know. Could he resign? Sure. Could he go to go to New Japan? Possibly. Could he go to Impact Wrestling? Maybe. Could he go to WWE? Probably. Um, could he be the next NXT guy? Potentially. Potentially. I don't think he would jump straight up to WWE. I think he would definitely go NXT first. Um, you know, take the Roddy Strong route. Um, who, you know, they're finally trying to build after basically just throwing him in there. Um, where that goes, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, but anyways, um, so with that said, I think Tanahashi's going to win because, you know, he's basically the New Japan's John Cena and he doesn't typically lose unless he's fighting Okada. But Okada is not here, so we don't have to worry about that. And then there's uh, Kenny Omega. It's a little little light on the New Japan stars, um, in my mind, anyways. Uh all right, moving on. We got a but we got four wait, hold on. Was that okay. Yes, we have four we're rounded up with four um uh title matches, as it were. So we'll start off with the six man tag title match. Um we got the new champs, Bully Ray and the Briscoes, uh Jay and Mark, of course. Um not Gerald and Jerry or Gerald and wait, what was the other? Briscoe, whatever. It's not not important. Um, taking on Chaos, which is Rapongi Vice, Ricky Romero, and Trent Beretta, and their partner Hiroki Goto. Um, they're all part of a Chaos um, uh, group that are kind of like the. I don't know. I don't know what to call them exactly, but they're like the good guys to the Bullet Club's bad guys, I suppose. For the most, for, you know, for, I don't know. I I think so. I think that's how it works. Um, But yeah, anyways. uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Bully Ray and and the Briscoes. That's the other thing that's kind of, it's kind. Of, it's a little. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those weird things because, like, I don't think they're gonna give any of the Ring of Honor titles to people that are specifically New Japan guys. Now, I know they have working agreements, so easily they could you know win it one night and lose it the next night at the TV tapings or whatever. But eh, I don't know. I, I, I don't see them taking off Bully Ray and the Briscoes yet. All right, moving on. We have the tag titles. Uh, with the Young Bucks uh, defending the tag titles against the other part of Los Ingrenobles de Japón, uh, Bushi and Tet- 
Tetsuya Naito. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I mean, again, I, I don't see them giving the titles to the guys from New Japan. Um, and uh, I don't see the Young Bucks losing it again. I know they lost the Hardys and they got it back, but whatever. I don't see them losing it. All right, next up we have Marty Scroll taking uh, defending his um, television title against Matt Seidel, who recently came back. Although I don't know if he's working in Japan or if he's actually Ring of Honor. I don't know. It's one of those weird situations where I'm not sure if he's signed a one or the other or both. Um, but either way, um, either way, I don't see him winning. Marty Scroll, I believe, is going to keep that. I know. Yeah. Nope. I, I mean, I said this. What was it last time, or maybe two times ago, um, or whenever it was. I don't. Or the NXT show. That's what it was. I didn't predict any t- title changes, and no title changes. I mean, they don't have to have a title change every, every time. Um, with that said, we, let's lose into the um, world title match, which was. Is uh, a four-way, no, a three-way. It's three-way. It's a three-way match with Christopher Daniels defending against the American Nightmare Cody. Don't call him Rhodes and Jay Lethal. Um, I don't see Jay Lethal winning it back. I could see Cody winning it. I just don't know how committed he is to Ring of Honor right now. I mean, he's been on it fr- fairly regularly recently, but he's still doing a ton of other stuff. So, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they'll, I don't know what his deal is specifically to be able to give him the title, but at the same time, I just feel like, uh, is it ready for Christopher Daniels to lose it? Maybe, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Cody Rhodes, Cody, excuse me, is a little too hot right now for them not to give him the title. Just put it that way. Um, so I think Cody is going to win and take the title. And there you go. And those are my predictions for uh, Ring of Honor War of the Worlds. Ring of Honor slash New Japan Pro Wrestling War of the Worlds. Whatever you want to call it. Um, all right, let's move on. Because the next night on May 13th, or the night before Mother's Day, don't forget about your mothers this weekend if you're listening to this before Mother's Day. If you're listening to it afterwards, hopefully you did something nice for your mother. And say hi to your mother for me as I... <laughs> no, I'm not doing that again. Um, UFC 211 taking place this Saturday night. Uh, we got some big guys taking it on. We got the world heavyweight title being defended. Um, is it? We're in Dallas. American Airlines Arena. Or, sorry, American Airlines Center. American Airlines Arena is in Miami. The center is in Dallas. Just in case you weren't aware of that or got confused like I did. Um, no, we got we got a ton of matches coming up. There's 13 scheduled. There was 14 scheduled, but one of already one of them already got canceled because someone hurt their arm or something. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if at least on one or maybe even two of these don't end up happening since it's only Thursday and this isn't until Saturday. And they haven't done the weigh-ins yet. Weigh-ins don't take. I think they do the weigh. They're probably doing the weigh-ins tomorrow. I'm guessing. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen in those weigh-ins. Um, someone's going to miss weight, and who knows. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, so we've got 13 matches. And for, uh, I'm going to apologize right now for some of these names. And uh, I'm probably going to do terrible, because I don't know 
barely any of these people. Um, all right, let's go. Let's just get into it. We have a light heavyweight battle between Joachim Christensen and Gad Sirmarman. Oh, God. <laughs> we already started off terrible. Uh, Gadzermurdi, Murda, Gadzermura, Gadzermurad, Gaz, Gadzmurad, Antig, Antigulov. Oh, man. I'm gonna go with Joachim Christensen so I don't have to say his name again. Yeah, that guy's name again. And he spells Joachim weird too, but I, I'm assuming that's how you say it. I don't even know. Could be saying it wrong, but Christensen, I think, is pretty, pretty right. Like Todd Christensen, remember him? For those of you that are fans of the original, original season of American Gladiators, Todd Christensen was um, the host with. Um, was it? No, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. It wasn't their first season. It was the second season. Or it was the second half of the first season or however they did it. Because I'm pretty sure... Because um, Joe Theismann, I believe, was the original co-host with Mike Adamley. And then Todd Christensen came on. And then eventually Larry Zonka took over. And Larry Zonka was probably there for the longest as a regular um, co-host. I'm talking American Gladiators. I miss American Gladiators. I mean, I know they tried to bring it back with Hogan and and uh, 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 what's her what's her face um, Ali's daughter there, blanking on her first name. But it it wasn't the same. I don't know. It just didn't it didn't quite didn't quite have the same. I don't know. It, I don't know. Maybe it was just more nostalgia than anything else. It just, I don't know. It didn't work. Whatever. That's the bottom line. It didn't really work. Um, and I don't know why I'm getting on a tangent about, um, uh, Dina Carano was on that show. I believe she was crush, which is just weird. Um, for any wrestling fan out there crush. Um, cause we all know who crush was. Um, all right, moving on. Wow, uh, totally uh, sidetracked. Um, featherweight battle between Gabriel Benitez and Enrique Barzola. Got those ones right, I think. Uh, I'm going to go with Enrique Barzola. All right, moving on. Um, as far as I know, none of them were in um, American Gladiators. Well, not that Joachim Christensen was in American Gladiators either, but... All right, we got a heavyweight battle between Jay Sherman and Richard Coulter. Um, Chase Sherman. I'm going to go with Chase Sherman. Uh, all right, so, all right, moving on. Um, you know, I'm not too sure if there's anywhere around here showing these anymore. TGI Fridays has been kind of off and on with showing them. I know there's a few bars in Boston that do, but a couple of other places that I've gone before, they they don't tend to show them unless they're, like, huge. And usually that only means the Conor McGregor ones. But, um, 
Yeah, I have to, I'll have to double check and see if anyone anywhere is showing this, and I might check it out. Um, hopefully, I'll see some of it anyways. Um, all right, moving on. It's for the last match in the preliminary card for the UFC Fight Pass. Um, the women's strawweight matter. Women women's strawweight battle between Jessica Aguilar and Courtney. Casey. Um, Courtney spells her name without a U, which is weird. Um, just for those people that are uh, worrying about that. But they spell spells Casey their like normal way, but that's her last name, so it's weird. Unlike the uh, Boston's Nessin and CSN E uh, reporters, they have, there's two fairly new ones that are both named Casey. They both spell them differently and awkwardly. And I don't think I've ever seen either spelling of Casey that either way before. And they're both different, I believe. Uh, either way. Um, I only say that cause I'm watching the Nesson sports live or whatever it's called. Cause, uh, the Red Sox game was on and I didn't change the channel, but, uh, with that said, I'm all right. I'm gonna go with Courtney Casey then. So whatever. There you go. All right, moving on. Um. All right, move on to the preliminary card that's on FX. No, it's on FX. It's not on FS1. It's probably baseball or something on FS1. I'm assuming. And I ran into that a lot last year, where the baseball games would go late, and then um. And then um, they wouldn't they wouldn't start on time, or they'd have to start at FS2, which no one gets. I don't think anyone gets FS2. I don't get FS2. You get FS2? What the hell is FS2? I don't all get it. I don't understand this. Where's FS2? Um, but let's see. I'm going to change the channel right now to see if that is the accurate reason why. Uh, tomorrow? No, it's not tomorrow. It's Saturday. Yes, we got the Cubs and the Cardinals... Well, it's on during the day, though. It's over at 7. Oh, there's NASCAR racing. The Monster Energy Series Cup Go Bowling 400. Yeah, so there you go. The UFC gets bounced to FX because of that. <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't really matter. Um, too much. And then it's followed up by Guardians of the Galaxy on uh, FX if you want to keep watching that instead of watching the pay-per-view. Or you can go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I did. I did. Um, I'm not going to get that in, into that now. I'm going to do kind of like a summer movie like wrap-up maybe and kind of go over what I thought. But that's for a different day. Let's move on because uh, I got something big coming after all of this. This is all prelim so the real main card. And I don't mean that in terms of UFC. I mean that in terms of what I got for you guys. Um, well, for myself, not for you guys. But maybe some of you will get to see it at some point. All right, moving on. Um, so we're on FX now. Preliminary card, FX. we got Marco Polo Reyes. You say Marco, they say Polo, and then Reyes shows up. I don't know what that means. Uh, versus James Vick in a lightweight title match. Um, I'm going to go with James Vick. All right, moving on. All right, we're on. A, we're we're doing good now. No side change. It uh, featherweight title. Featherweight. No, it's just a featherweight match. It's not titles. Uh, Jared Gordon versus Michael Quinones. 
Quino Quinones? Quinones. Quinones. Michael without an A, by the way. I don't know how you feel about that. Is it Michael then, or is it like Michael? I don't know. I'm going Jared Gordon just for that fact. Might be not Michael. I don't know. Uh, Jared Gordon. Uh, speaking of Gordons, um, uh, what's his name? Gordon. Josh Gordon uh, tried to appeal his lifetime suspension or whatever it is. Um, I believe it didn't go through, so he will not be playing football anytime soon. At least in the NFL. I don't know if that means. I don't know if does that mean. Did he play in the CFL last year? Why do I think he did? Or did or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's allowed to. Or did he? I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Um, yes, the NFL has denied Cleveland Brown wide receiver Josh Gordon's application for reinstatement. A lead source told ESPN's Pat Blah Blah, who cares? Uh, blah Blah Blah. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Uh, Cleveland Browns. Pfft. Whatever. All right. They got the number one draft pick. Good for them. Who cares? They're still going to be terrible. Um,. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about the draft. It was what it was. Um, all right, moving on. Damn it. Side tangent. Uh, we got another featherweight mat- match between Chaz... Chaz? Chaz? Is it Chase? Could be Chaz. I don't know. It's like Chase without an E. So it could be Chaz. But it's not Chaz because there's not a Z. But it could be Chaz, I guess. I don't know. Chaz, whatever, Skelly versus Jason Knight. I'm going to go with Jason Knight just because I'm pretty sure he says his name, Jason Knight. I don't know how else you pronounce that. I'm on a J, uh, on a J kick. Anyways, three J's in a row. All right, now moving on with a lightweight bout between Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Pointer. Who about uh, Poirier? Poirier? Poirier. Yeah, sorry. Can't read. Also, doesn't help. Um, I'm gonna go with Eddie Alvarez. I feel like he's been fighting forever. If he's the same guy I'm thinking of, I could be wrong. No, he's 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 I mean, he's only thirty three I suppose, but he he's been fighting for a while. Twenty eight and five. Oh yeah, I lost to Conor McGregor, that's right, because yeah, alright, never mind. And he lost the UFC champ. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. So coming off his loss to Conor McGregor, I think he's going to bounce back and win. He's not even on the main card. He's got something to prove. He's got a chip on his shoulder. That's I'm, that's what I'm going with. Eddie Alvarez. Oops. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. So now we're moving on to the main card, the pay-per-view card, as it were. Um, I, I think it's like fifty bucks, or are they up to sixty. I don't know. Oh, why are my dogs barking? Um, sixty bucks. Hold on, let's look. Let's let's see. Side tangent. Oh my god, shut up, dogs. Um, sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. Hopefully that's not too distracting. Uh, who knows what they're barking at? Because they're annoying little dogs. They're not that little. Um. All right, so we got, uh, let's see, Saturday UFC info, 60 bucks. 
in HD. I don't know how it is in regular def. I don't know why anyone would watch stuff in regular def at this point. And honestly, it's kind of annoying that it's extra in HD. It's like, come on. Like, seriously? Expect me to, like, what? You're charging me extra for, like, normal D now? Because most people watch stuff in HD? Like, standard definition? Like, it's not even standard anymore. Anyway, sorry. It's like cars. Like, standard cars are with the shift, like, versus automatics. Like, how is that standard? How? No one, that's not standard anymore. Automatic is standard. Like, you, like, who do you, do you know anyone that has a stick shift? Maybe you do, but is it standard? No. Sorry. Another side tangent. All right. Because a middleweight bout between Chris, Christoph, I'm guessing that's how you say that. K-R-Z-Y-S-Z-L-O-F. Chrisloff. Christoph, Chrisloff, I don't know. Uh, Joe, Joe, Jotko, Jotko, I think that's how you say it, versus Dave Branch. Dave Branch, thanks for showing up, because I needed an easy name. Um, and I'm going to go Dave Branch, just for that reason. I know these are probably the worst reasons to pick people, but I'm not betting on any of this stuff. I'm just making these stupid predictions, so it really doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> none of this matters. None of what I'm doing here matters. Uh, all right. We get, that's a middleweight f- f- yeah, fight uh, for those keeping track. All right, next up, we got a featherweight battle between Frankie Edgar and Yar Rodriguez. Ooh. I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar. All right, moving along. Um, we got three more to go. We got a welterweight battle between Demian Maya. Maya, Maya, I think Maya, versus Jorge, there he is, there's Jorge, I knew there was a Jorge, um, Maz, Masvidal, I'm, I'm assuming it's Jorge, could just be George, I, I, I think it, I'm gonna go with Jorge though, um, I'm gonna go with Jorge, I'm assuming if it's Jorge, if it's not Jorge and I find out it's not Jorge, then I'm switching my, switching my thing to the other guy, to Demian, Demian. Not even Damien. Demian. What is wrong with names these days? Alright, now we're moving into the title bouts. There is the women's strawweight title bout between Joanna Jedz... Damn it, I looked this up earlier and I'm like, I'm gonna get this right. Jedzer... Jedzerski? I'm going to go with Jedzerski. Joanna is a Jedzerski. Versus Jessica Andrade. Cien almost. No, it's not Andrade Cien almost. It's not that. It's not that. We'll get to him next week. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not even sure if he's on the NXT show. I'm, I'm guessing he is. I don't know. I haven't looked at the card yet. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to go with Jessica Andrade, though. I think that's kind of an upset. New champ. I know this doesn't work quite the same way as wrestling does with new champions or whatever, but still, I'd like to see a new champion every once in a while. All right, finally, the main event of the evening. The heavyweight championship of the world will be on the line as Stipe Miokic takes on Junior Dos Santos for the second time. 
the last meeting, which took place in, I believe it was 2014, um, if memory serves correctly, which it does, December 2014, Junior Dos Santos beat Stipe, Stipe Miokic by decision, unanimous decision, um, on a Fox FX UFC, no, it was UFC and Fox battle, um, I don't think that was for anything, but this one will be for the World Heavyweight Championship, or the UFC Heavyweight Championship, what do they call it, um, you know, and, uh, Stipe Miokic, after losing Dos Santos, has beat Mark Hunt, Andre Adrovsky, uh, Fabricio Wordham, and then Alistair Overeem. He beat Wordham for the title and defended it successfully against Overeem back in September in his hometown of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so, you know, he's coming off of a nice little run there, whereas Junior Dos Santos, on the other hand, I believe... Um, who did he beat? He beat someone recently. Um, ben Rothwell. Um, but that was... No, that wasn't even recent. That was over a year ago. That was April 10th, 2016. He hasn't fought since then. Uh, he's coming off the loss to Alistair Overeem prior to that. Um, but yeah, so... I, I don't see Stipe Miokic losing. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to um, defend his title and get his win back from um, uh, from his you know get back that loss, as it were, from um, Junior Dos Santos. All right, so there we go. UFC is uh, UFC eleven uh, Saturday night um, Dallas. American Airlines Arena. All right, so that's going to do it for that portion of today's episode or chapter, as it were. But we got to switch it up. And what do I mean by that? Well, I got a little toy. Um, I'll give you a little hint there with the switch, switch it up uh, line. See what I did there? I, uh, yeah, I got a Nintendo Switch somehow. I got one. It's been crazy. Um, you know, about a year ago, and it was. Almost a year ago, I believe, I got my Wii U, and I had reasons behind that. I know not a lot of people were fans of the Wii U, and it hasn't sold well, and blah, blah, blah. Nintendo has basically more or less given up on it. Um, I mean, not more or less. They have given up on it, and they moved on to the Switch. And, like, so much so that, like, they just stopped. They're just not... You know, because a lot of times, like, they'll move on to, you know, they move on to a different system, and they'll, you know, kind of keep doing the old system for a while... Well, the new system's kind of like just you know getting its feet um, feet under it and kind of going. I mean, they were still making games for NES long after you know, Super Nintendo came out, and so I'm sure it's Super Nintendo after '64 and '64 GameCube, whatever, um, and so on and so forth. Um, you, you know, and in most of, most of those cases, I believe they like even released like a modified, cheaper version of the system. I know we did specifically. Um, which I was thinking about getting to replace my Wii, but then I was like, yeah, screw it, I'll just get a Wii U. There's some good games on it. Um, but they kind of just were like, yeah, you know what? The Switch is coming out. Let's just do that. And it's interesting because they've been hard to find. I didn't pre-order one, which, you know, on the one hand, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want this. And then Zelda came out, and I'm like, ooh, I kind of do. And, you know, I could have gotten Zelda on the Wii U, very easily and been fine you know it's and then 
whatever but then they're like the, oh well the new mario is coming out later this year and it's like oh, oh right. yeah i'm probably gonna want to get that all right i'll try to get one when we came out i couldn't get one uh they sold out everywhere pretty quickly i had like been i was really close a couple times to pulling the trigger on on one and, and for whatever reason like there was a couple times i had one in my cart and then by the time i went to go um check it out it was gone and um there's been some bundles here and there and like gamestop and like toys r us but they're kind of like very convoluted and have a lot of junk that i don't i don't have any interest in like just dance 2017 no thanks i don't need that or like overpriced like um um us uh not usb um what am i looking for overpriced sd cards because that's the one thing about this is it's only got 32 big 32 gigabytes of of uh, for its hard drive that's the same as the wii u has it it's like why why didn't you up it now the the games do run off the physical carts if you do have the physical carts on like say like the the playstation or the xbox where they just they the physical copies are just to like basically a key to tell the machine that you can play it but you still have to download most of the game or whatever in this case, if you have the have the physical cards, you do. But there's a lot of games that are just available on on the on the eShop or whatever that you can only get through digital means. With only 32 gigabytes, that's not a lot of games. So it's kind of mandatory you get a SD card. Um, but the ones that were packaged with the deals were overpriced. You get them like half half the half the price they were charging in the. Um, on Amazon or something like that. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to spend an extra 50 bucks just to get the Switch. I'll wait. So I found this web one, one website called nowinstock.com and it will tell you when stuff comes in stock online. Um, and it was it was pretty good. It worked pretty well. It was just not a lot of stuff was coming in. And even if it did, it was there for a minute and gone, especially with Walmart. Last Friday, I happened to be on Walmart. One came up, sold out immediately. It was the blue and red one. The blue and red one's harder to get. But then the gray one popped up and was sitting there. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if it's still there. Went on to Walmart, bought it. Now, they bundled a couple things together. But the things they bundled together was stuff I was going to get anyways. Mario Kart 8 and an extra Joy-Con. Okay, good. Um, so it finally came in the mail. Um, but there is a little bit of a more of a backstory to this than that. Because if you remember correctly, if you go back, I think it's chapter eight i believe um when i had my little wii u run in with ebay i got what i thought was a great deal on a wii u and then i never got it well same thing happened with the nintendo switch a few weeks ago i was on amazon.com and they have their amazon marketplace which is similar to ebay people kind of just post stuff and so there was a few you know, here and there, there's a few switches popping up. A lot of them were overpriced. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to pay an extra $30 or whatever. Or, you know, $50, whatever. I'm not going to pay extra. I'm just going to wait till I get one. That's the normal price. And then one came along that was, like, a little bit below normal price, like 280 bucks. And I'm like, it's a little weird, but I, I could see maybe if they're just trying to, you know, beat the competition, they have a you know, I have one or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. It seemed, seemed legit. So I got one. And then I, then as the days went by and I didn't get any information from the seller or anything like that, 
I noticed there was a lot more popping up for a lot cheaper prices, and I'm like, yeah, something's off here. Something's weird. This doesn't seem right. And yeah, so so lo and behold, these are all fake accounts with that were just charging you and then never sending it. And yeah, I got my money back from Amazon or whatever, but yeah, it's kind of a pain. It's just stupid, and it's annoying. And Amazon should be ashamed of themselves for letting that get out of hand, because it wasn't even just the Switches. It was the Switch games. Anything to do with the Switch. Like, you go on their thing, and there was, like, these really cheap prices for a lot of the games and the accessories and stuff were just absurd. I mean, the one I got seemed legitimately, like, okay, fine, there's a couple bucks cheaper, which, you know, in hindsight, yeah, that's kind of dumb. Like, these things are going for more than they're worth on eBay and, and stuff. And Amazon, and they're sold out everywhere. Why would there be one cheaper? On, yeah, okay, fine. A little dumb. I thought Amazon was just a little more strict about what they allowed on their website, but clearly not. Um, so, yeah, that kind of stunk. But eventually, and here we are, a few weeks later, and I have my Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to open it up and kind of go through all the things I got with it. I got a bunch of accessories and some games, so... Alright, let's get to it. Um, I know this is probably works better as a YouTube video, but I'm not a YouTuber, so I'm only a podcaster. I'm a lonely pod, uh, lowly podcaster, as it were. So alright, let's get into it. I have the system. It's the gray one. Uh, the blue and red one was a little bit harder to come by, and I wasn't really... didn't really care that much, one way or the other. Um... Even just the Joy-Cons are hard to find. The extra Joy-Cons I got were just gray ones. I don't know if people just don't care about the gray ones or what the deal is. I actually don't, haven't gotten the gray the extra Joy-Cons yet. I don't know what, why not, but they're I guess they're on maybe on back order or something. Because uh, I, when I got the bundle, I got the Switch, um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and then Joy-Cons. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and the Joy, uh, Nintendo Switch came yesterday. Um... But the Joy-Cons still haven't come, and then everything else I got from Amazon, we'll get into all that stuff. But all right, let me just open up the system first. Why is there all sticky stuff? All right, comes in a nice little box. It's not sealed or anything. It's just got a little flap, and it's got a little thing on the side telling you all the super things you're supposed to do. Um. Uh, let's see. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's not very big. It's pretty small. Um, you know, it's it's got it's got decent weight to it though. You know, it's 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 not super thin. It's just not super big. Um let's take it out of the bag. Yeah, alright. I mean, it's a little awkward in that, like, this is the system that I'm holding in my hand. Like, this is the whole system. I mean, you can, just like you compare this to like the size of like the PlayStation Four, and I have the regular PlayStation Four. I don't have like the slim one, but like this is the whole system. And I get, I get it that you know, obviously, um, this isn't as powerful as as the. Um, as Nintendo, or as the PlayStation 4, but, you know, it's still a whole friggin' system. I mean, it's just as powerful as my Nintendo Wii is, or Wii U, I would say. Probably I'm more powerful, I would hope, and it's half the size. more Less than half the size, probably. 
All right, now we get the Joy-Cons. Now these things are, a, they're small. I mean, they have to fit on the system. So yeah, they're gonna be small. Um, but like, these are also like legitimately, um, they're legitimately like controllers. Like you're gonna, you use these controllers to play the game. Like, you know, in the multiplayer or whatever. Oh, they have two. Oh, wow. There's an L and an LZ. Wow, there's a lot of buttons. They fit a lot of buttons, I would say, on, on this little tiny Joy-Con thing. So you got the left one, and then there's the right one. Yeah, this is, this is interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess you'd hold this like this. Yeah, and like the, the stick and then the buttons are really close together. Although, that... There are more buttons... If you hold it the other way, though, so I'm a little interested to see how this really works um, in terms of like when you're using like the whole thing together. If you're using, if you're playing on a game that like you need more buttons for, I don't know. It's interesting. There's no D-pad. This is interesting. I, I read this the other day. Nintendo was the ones that came up with the D-pad. And surprisingly, this is the first system I've ever had that the regular controllers, so the Joy-Cons in this case, there is no joy, there is no D-pad. Mm -hmm. Which I find, uh, um, I find that a little interesting. Um, um, because, I mean, there is one on the Pro Controller, which I did get a Pro Controller. Because I've heard that's it's more conducive if you're playing a game on your, on your like if you're playing a regular game on your television, it just lends more um, to a regular video game system, I suppose, as opposed to the Joy Cons, even if they're in the holder. All right, so there we got the Joy Cons. I'll put them on the system. See, see how those measures up. Yeah, I kind of had to clear some room. I don't have a ton of room. <laughs> left for more systems i'm looking at my playstation 4 my wii u my playstation 3 i got my regular cable box i got a bunch of other garbage up there i don't have a lot of room to put any of this stuff um and then um yeah all right so i mean with with the with the joy cons on the side it's 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 got some you know it's got some girth to it i mean it's definitely it's a port it's portable enough i suppose i mean it's a i mean it's not like a ds or nothing it's not going to fit in your pocket or anything or even like a psp or whatever but i mean yeah it's 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 got some sturdiness to it i wouldn't feel like worried about like breaking it or nothing like um not that i'd worry about breaking like a ds or anything like that either but um it's just crazy that this is the whole system but there we go all right what else we got in this box Box, a box, a box. All right, then you got the Joy-Con um, holder grip. Now this this holder grip is just a regular old holder grip. I did get, I kind of, I, you know, I did my research. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I, I mean, I didn't go into this without, you know, kind of doing a little bit of research. Um, um, uh, so you know, I, I did see like, well, what should I get? What do people enjoy? Like, what, what's the best things to kind of accessories and stuff a lot of people said that the, the the chargeable grip was really good 
because you know if you're playing the game the joy cons have to be charged and if you're playing it and don't want to attach it that they'll charge if they're attached to the system but the system is plugged in that's fine but if you're like if you have the system plugged into the dock and you're playing with just the joy con thing there's no way to charge it with the regular grip that comes with the system it's basically just a piece of plastic that you can attach the joy cons to um and it's, it's it's not bad it's not terrible like it's a little it's a little awkward but like i wouldn't be like it wouldn't be terrible to do you know to use this i mean i'm guessing that i mean it's a little different i would say like i'm guessing the pro controller is a little more um conducive to like your standard like um or uh controllers that you would you know for playstation 4 or, or xbox or even i mean i have the pro controller for the wii u too so but yeah all right so there we go we got the grip then we got a hdmi cable which is going to be useless for me because i don't know how i'm going to plug this in i i had my tv only has four hdmi connections one of them i use for either my fire stick or my roku one of them is for my cable box then I'm using one for my Wii U, and then I'm using one that I switch between PlayStation 3 and my PlayStation 4. Now, I could use the one from the Wii U as kind of like my Nintendo like wire, and then have my PlayStation wire, my Nintendo wire, my dongle wire, and my cable box wire. That would work fine. The problem with that is um, my Wii U is kind of tucked away um, under. Like, I have a desk, and it's kind of under the desk. Uh, area where like the keyboard thing would slide out so it's kind of not easy to get to the back of it so i might have to end up just sharing the same hdmi cable with the playstations and the switches i mean i'm not going to use them at the same time anyway so what's the difference um i guess i could use the cable box one either i mean two it's just gonna be hard to get to the wii one but regardless of any of that i don't need an extra cable i don't need an extra hdmi cable is the moral of that story all right, then we got the power, the power um, supply. It's not terrible. It's it's not terribly big. It's it's only got two. It's not a three pronger, so that's that's a, that's that's helpful, I suppose. Um, it's got it seems like it's got a long enough cord that it'll it'll be alright. I got an extra one so that uh, I can have it. Um, I don't have to take this one everywhere, so I can just leave it plugged into the dock if I'm going to use this portably or whatever. I wonder how. Um, I wonder how much of a dust magnet this is going to be. I did get, I did, I did get some um, screen protectors. Although I don't tend to like using screen protectors all that much. Um, I'm generally usually um, pretty uh, safe with my. My, my touch screens and stuff like i don't have a i don't have a screen protector on my phone and it's perfectly fine i didn't have one on my old phone and that's perfectly fine my original phone the screen got the screen got messed up but it didn't break like it didn't smash i dropped it it didn't smash but something got messed up internally and the screen's all screwed up but that was seven years ago no i guess i got it seven years ago no yeah i got it seven years ago so that would have been Five years ago, six years ago, jeez, that one, six years ago, I guess. Anyways, not not important. All right, there's more stuff in this box. There's got this little side uh, handle thingies for the Joy Cons. 
that have the, the grips. Um, I guess it makes it the top buttons a little easier to press. And, um, and um, there's a little like uh, strap so that you don't throw it across the room like with the Wiimotes and stuff. Um, it looks like you can take these off, but I don't know. Um, let's try them out. Right, I'm going to take the Joy-Con off of here. So there's little buttons in the Joy-Con that make it, that release from the thing. That's that's cool. And how does this just slide in? Yeah, it slides in like that. So that, alright, so with, with those things, it gives you a little bit more of, a little more girth to it. It's a little easier to hold. Um, wow, that sounded terrible. There's a little more to it that you can... It feels more like a controller, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Although the button placement still is a little weird. And there's side buttons. Like, I don't know if you'd use those if you're doing... But anyways. Um, so, yeah, there's two of those. One for the left, one for the right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, I'm still waiting on... Like I said, I'm still waiting on the second set of Joy-Cons. Hopefully, hopefully they come sooner. Or else I'm going to cancel that and get them from Amazon because... Everything from Amazon came real quick. The Walmart stuff took a little bit, but uh, yeah. Anyways, all right. All right. What else is in here? Uh, all right. We got an instruction manual of some sorts. Sure. Um, then we got the dock, and the dock is in the bubble thing and the other thing. All right. So what do we got in the dock here? So. How the hell does this work? Alright, there's like a little side panel. Oh, there's two USBs on the side. That's cool, because in order to charge the... the um, In order to charge the Pro Controller, you need to plug it into USB. So there's two USBs, so... Okay, that's cool, because then also the, the, the Joy-Con charging grip. I will say this is a little flimsy. It feels a little flimsy. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But there's got to be a way to open this, right? Like how, do, how do you open it? How do you plug everything in? Does it slide? No. I'm a little confused. It must pop open somehow. Alright, well, I'll figure that out. Um, oh, there it, it pops down. There we go. I got the AC adapter. Oh, there's another USB in here, too. And then the HDMI out. Plug in the adapters, a little side thing so the wires can go in without being in the way, I guess. And then you just plug the thing in up here. Oh, it's like got a push down thing. I see. That makes sense. That's kind of cool. So that you don't, like, smash it. Although I've heard, I've heard rumors, oh, it goes in pretty smoothly. I've heard rumors that people having some issues with the screen getting scratched when you put it into the dock. Um, I suppose that's one more reason to uh, use the screen protector. We'll see how it goes. I I don't know. I, I might put the screen protector on. I'm just terrible at putting those things on. I always feel like they get stuck and then there's like res residue that gets like stuck. St like stuck on the screen and and then there's like bubbles and stuff so all right let me 
let's see what else we got it there's a headphone jack there's the game card um little slot which ooh, i don't know if i like that so much it's a little flimsy we'll be honest um there's a kickstand thing which i've heard is not great there, there's a bunch of like secondary market like stands to get and then the micro sd thing is actually inside the kickstand so that's kind of interesting um yeah all right um so yeah so let me put the joy cons on oh i'll do this later put the joy cons on the system and then kind of see how wide it is because i need to fit this on a table that i have next to my tv and hopefully that's uh all works out without being too too uh wide and in the way all right all right what else we got here so i got a few games uh like i said i got um well a little backstory in that i actually got zelda initially when i thought i was going to get the first um when i thought i was going to get the uh, one from amazon the switch from amazon which ended up not coming so uh yeah i already had zelda which was one of the problems when i was looking at the bundles because a lot of the bundles included zelda and i'm like shit i already have that apologize for really um it's like crap I already have Zelda, so I don't need Zelda. I mean, if I got a second copy of Zelda, I guess it wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. I'd probably sell it pretty easily. But, uh, yeah. All right, there we go. Um, There's not much to it. The games, that is. The games are pretty small. I've heard they taste terrible. I, I don't know why people are tasting them, but I've heard they taste terrible. I'm not going to taste them. They don't smell terrible. Which is weird, because you figure if they taste terrible, they would smell terrible. They're pretty small. I mean, the cartridges, we're back to cartridges, people. I mean, I guess they never left cartridges in terms of um, portable devices. Which, I mean, again, this is like a portable slash... It's it's both. It's Switch. You can switch it up. Alright. Gives you little instructions on the controls. Not much to it, though. That's Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Now, I have Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, but with the deluxe, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be more portable. It's more it's more, more portable. It's a little more friendly for multiplayer, I would say. All right, then we got Zelda. I also pre-ordered um, Street Fighter 2, Ultra Street Fighter 2, the, the Final Challengers, which is a HD remake of of street fighter 2 but includes like all the characters they ever like had for street fighter 2 plus some new ones um seems fun i mean it's you know it's not, nothing like groundbreaking or new but like um it's a fun game good multiplayer game be easy to play with the controllers i would think all right now we got zelda and there's not much to this either it's just regular old Little uh, Nintendo Switch thing, and there's a picture of Zelda, and then it tells you which controllers you can use. I mean, I don't think there's any games that like specifically you need a certain controller for at this point. But I mean, obviously, you can use the Pro controller, you can use the Joy Cons, you can use Joy Cons attached, you can use the Joy Cons and TV, you can use Joy. I mean, it tells you all the different like modes though. So like, for instance, if you're just playing on the with the joy cons attached you can obviously only do one player for um well you only do one player for zelda regardless but for like for um um mario kart 8 you can do obviously if everything's attached you can only do one player but if you have them if you have the joy cons unattached you could do up to four 
Um, I only have two Joy-Cons right now because I'm still waiting on those other two. But regardless. Uh, and if you have the TV, you can do four if they're attached. Well, obviously, have to be attached. But you can also use the Pro Controller, too. Um, yeah. And it, it says up to 12 online. Yeah, this, I mean, this has online. I wonder how the online is going to be because I, I guess for now it's free, but ultimately they're going to make you pay for it, kind of like uh, PlayStation and Xbox do, which I don't for PlayStation. I don't really play stuff online too much. Although I do know that as opposed to the PlayStation 4 or 3 or the Wii, this does support 5 gigahertz uh, modems or, or bandwidth or whatever it's called. Which is good because my 5 is super fast. My 2.4 is not so fast, um, unfortunately. So my PlayStation and PlayStation 3 and Wii U are kind of slow if you're on the internet. But this can support the 5 gigs. It's going to be super fast. Alright, and then finally I got to 1-2 Switch. Now, basically this is kind of a gimmick game to kind of show off what the Switch kind of is all about and does. A lot of people complain that this probably should have been included with the Switch, kind of in the same way that the Wii Sports was included with the Wii. And, well, I don't know what was... I don't know. I forget what wasn't... I don't know if anything was included initially with the Wii U. Um, I didn't get it until later. I mean, I, mine did come with um, Super Mario Maker, but that was because I got it much later. Um, but yeah, so this one, in this case, you can only use, you can only use this, um, because you use the Joy-Cons and kind of to do the thing. So you can only use this with the Joy-Cons attached, um, which makes sense. And you can only use the Joy-Cons, you can't use the Pro Controller. I mean, there's no, no sense, but there's 28 different games that you can play with this. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of like Wii Sports. Something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, it would have been cooler if this was included with the system. Would have saved me some money. I mean, for 300 bucks, it, you probably should get a game. But, you know, early adopter. I mean, this is the first time I've bought in a system at, you know, launch. I mean, two months later than launch, as it were, since the PSP, which I got, like, probably a week or two after it came out back in, that was 2005, I want to say. And then I got PlayStation 2 fairly relatively soon after it came out. Um, but other than that, I mean, I waited uh, almost a year for PS3. I waited almost two years for PS4. Um, I waited like three years, over three, three and a half years for Wii, Wii, Wii U. The Wii I got relatively soon after it came out. But that was more or less the same kind of thing with the Switch. It was just hard to find. But it was still probably like six or seven months. And if I hadn't have been like on top of getting one of these, it's still they're still hard to find. So I don't know how long it's going to be until they're regularly available. And speaking of that, a little side tangent here. The, they discontinued the um, NES uh, Classic, which is surprising because they never met the demand. Like it came out last fall and obviously they needed something for like Christmas and the Switch wasn't going to be ready and didn't come out until March. So they needed something and it was super hot and people wanted them and they couldn't find them and they're selling for like millions of dollars on eBay. Well, not millions of dollars, but you know, more like twice as twice, three times, four times as much as they should be. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to be making more. And it's like, okay, okay, we'll wait. And then they made a few more, a few more trickled out and they dried up again. And then they were like, yeah, we're done. We're not going to make any more. Whatever we have is out there. If you can't find, if you're gonna find them, find them. 
which just means you're not gonna be able to find them because anyone who has one or i don't know like i don't know how that works but like no one has had one in at least a month on that same website i haven't seen a single one come through um yeah so there we go uh all right so what else i got here oh, yeah, i got an extra ac adapter um for the switch came in this little box not not nintendo version some some side brand which is fine just an ac adapter i don't need to brand up my ac adapters um it's a pretty standard thing looks fine it's got looks like it's got a little bit of a longer cable oh, maybe not it's about the same whatever this one's gonna be the portable one so that's fine um then i got like i said i got the the um the uh protectors screen protectors so we'll see how this works it also came with a couple of other things i don't know i'm gonna have to read the directions to figure out how that actually works if i end up using it i got a 128 gigabyte um micro sd card hopefully that's enough i don't know um these aren't too expensive the 128s if you get any more higher than 128 they start to get expensive um so for now that's good i think um i got the the joy con um charger thingy uh charging grip i got the pro control i'm not going to open these yet because i don't know well i don't need the charging one until i get the other joy con so there's no reason to open that up then I got the Nintendo Pro Switch Pro Controller. For now, I don't think I'll open this up. But I'll definitely be using it. I also got two... Actually, I have four. Because uh, they came in packs of two. The steering wheels for the uh, for the Joy-Cons for Nintendo... For the Mario game. Uh, the Mario Kart. Um, I don't know if I really needed them, but... I was like, eh, whatever. They're kind of cool, I guess. I didn't even get the Nintendo ones. The Nintendo ones were terribly expensive and hard to find. These ones are just some off-brand. But they look just as good as the Nintendo ones. I heard the Nintendo ones aren't even that good. And these, these ones, I've heard, were better. So they're from some brand. I don't even know. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how those work. And, again, I still only have two Joy-Cons because the other two haven't come yet. Come on, Walmart. Get your shit together. Sorry. I apologize again. Um, and then, finally... The last thing I got, which is actually the first thing I got, well, other than Zelda, um, is a carrying case, which, um, there was two ways to go with this. There's kind of like the case that just basically kind of does the minimum and just brings the, brings the actual system and like the Joy-Cons and a couple games. That's fine, but like, it's not like this is a huge dock or nothing. Like it's not, not, I mean, the thing is not that big. So this one carries everything. It takes the dock, it takes the controller, it takes the joy grips, it takes the the um, joy cons, the joy grip, the, yeah, whatever, the system, the games, the, the chargers, whatever. It's it should fit everything. It's not too too big, um, which is good, but it, it it should carry everything, which is going to be awesome if I bring this up to, uh, you know, to wherever, um, and um, hopefully, kind of, yeah. So there we go. All right, I'm gonna turn this thing on. See if it actually goes on. Um, I don't. It's. I mean, I just got it. I haven't charged or anything, so I don't know if it will actually. Oh, turn on. It does. It turns on. You're quite good at turning me on. Sorry. <laughs> All right. It wants me to attach the Joy Cons. I can do that if I can do that. 
How did this go? Um, huh. How do these come off? Alright, I put these little things on, now and now I can't figure out how to get them off. Press the button. Oh, these can go on either way. I see. That's interesting. I didn't notice that until I just saw. Oh, these can go on either side. The little the little grip thingies with the on the ends can go either way. You can just turn it around. I guess that makes sense. But there, there we go. All right, now it's attached. Here we go. Cool. Now I want to do English. The Americas. All right, accept the license agreement. I don't know what I just gave my I just gave my life away, I think, to uh, Nintendo. Hope they hope they don't do some good things with it. All right, so now once my Wi-Fi, I'm going to go the, the five, the five. Put my password in. Connected, now we're on the internet, cool. Uh, it wants to know what time zone I am. It's initially set for Los Angeles, Vancouver. Not me. Uh, I am in New York, Toronto. I mean, I'm not, but whatever, man. Wants me to connect to TV. No, I'll do that later. Alright, so it wants me to take off the Joy-Cons now for some reason. Okay. Alright. Um, put the little stand up. So it wants me to use them separately. Alright, it says use the left stick to next select. Select next. And then hit the A button. Wait. Oh, and the right controller. I was like, there is no A button on the left controller. Can use the console with the Joy-Cons controllers attached and detached. Choose this blah blah blah. Then continue. Fine, whatever. Who cares? All right. So let set your icon and nickname. Um. Let's go straight up Mario. Why is there no? Why is there no? Why is there no Luigi? Two Zeldas. Or maybe that's not Zelda. I mean, not Zelda. Link. Two Links. Alright, whatever. I'm just going to go Mario. Pick my name. Oh, wait a minute. Go back. I know this is probably super exciting for you listening, but yeah. I've done this before and I'll do it again. I've gotten a lot of cool stuff when I've since I've been doing this... Um, um, podcast. I wish I could say the podcast is paying for them, but certainly not the case. Um, I get nothing for nothing for doing the podcast. It's all free. 
All right, I am Greg. Yeah, I don't need to add any users now. No, skip. I don't need any parental controls because, well, for now, I'm not a parent and I don't see anyone that would be using this that would need to um, do that. All right, so let's see. Check out the news. We got some news. Blah, blah, blah. Nintendo eShop. New system version is available. Uh-oh. Maybe you need to play some games. Blah, blah, blah. If you're not downloading. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, Alright. Well, yeah, might as well update. I don't know how long this is going to take, but hopefully it doesn't. Doesn't take too long. Alright, so these little Joy-Con thingies, I don't know. There's little green lights, but I don't know what those green lights mean. I don't know if that means that's how much charge they're on. Oh, they turn on and off? Oh, what'd I do? I think I just turned off <laughs> the Joy-Con by mistake. Oops. I don't know how you turn it on now. Ah, just hold it down. Yeah, there's little buttons to turn these on and off on the side. I didn't know what they were. Um, All right, let's see. Right, let's just so we got uh, news. We got the eShop. We got albums. We got controllers. I don't know what that is. Oh, you can ch you can charge. I mean, you can pair new controllers if you adding more controllers. I got. So yeah, I'm. I don't have a ton of battery. Uh, the battery's kind of dying. Well, I haven't charged any of this stuff yet. So let's go to system settings. I do not want an airplane mode. That's fine. Parental lock. Internet data users. Me. Ambio themes. Notifications. Sleep mode. Controllers and sensors. TV settings. System. Date and time. Synchronizing. Uh, turn on the console, console battery percentage. All right, that's what I was looking for. 52%. All right, so it'll be interesting to see how how long these uh, battery lasts on this. Um, I've heard it's not amazing. Uh, I guess it depends on what kind of game you're playing. I mean, obviously, if you change the settings around, it's probably different. Like if that if the brightness is on and off. I don't know how the, long the Joy-Con lasts either. Uh, I'll have to read up on it a little bit more. Um, yeah, but so far, so good, um, you know, I'll, I'll start playing some games in a little bit, um, actually, you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so for now, that's just kind of the setup process, um, I'll start playing some games, and kind of, next time I'll let you guys know how the games are, and how it works, uh, so far, so good, I'm enjoying it enough, I'm wondering, hold on, I wonder how this would work, plug this into, oops, that's
There we go. All right, I'm gonna just throw real quick. I'm gonna th I'll throw in Mario Kart real quick to see how it loads up the game and stuff. kind of give you a little preview so it slides in front facing I guess that makes sense I don't think since Atari a game has gone backwards facing into a system Wow, it loaded up pretty quick all right here we go and I'm playing it just on the screen I haven't hooked up the TV anything it's a pretty nice screen I mean you know I'm, I'm not sitting too far away from it so it's good, but it's, you know, and the kickstand's doing what it needs to do for now. I don't know how the volume works on this. Oh, there's a little volume button on top. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like the me? And it wants me to create me. I'll do that later. Let's pick a player for now. Single player, Grand Prix, yeah, whatever, Mario, yeah, standard stuff, I just want to play a quick game. Just to see how it is. Now, I don't know if the wheel, what the wheel actually does, like, does, does it, is it, is that how you steer? In this game because I know like with the Wii it did that but I haven't played the new version all right here we go I have no idea how to play this so hmm okay oh <laughs> Apparently A drives. There we go. Alright, so far so good. Wait, do I want to get up here? Whoa, 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 whoa. Alright, there's coins. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played a Mario Kart game since Mario... Um... The Wii version. Alright, I got a shell, but I'm in first place. Ah, I just got hit. How do you throw the shell? Oops. Alright. I'm learning. Alright, now I got. Sweet. I don't know how to drift. What is this doing anything? I know there's some weird settings in this game like that people are aren't really like happy with because it automatically like turns them on. I'll have to play around those settings, I don't really know. But um Alright, here we go. In second place. Wait, how do I do this coin? Oh. Oh, there we go. Alright, 
I'm sorry, this is probably uh, was super entertaining for you people, but uh, yeah, it's fun. It's so, so far, it's so good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm just uh, I'm confused about some of the settings. I guess I don't really because I don't really know how to play. I have to play around the settings. I, I feel like there's something off. Like it's just it's not letting me like do the normal like thing. So I feel like it's on like the easy setting and it like does stuff for you. I don't know. I, I don't. I honestly don't know what these coins do either. I don't know how, oh, there we go. I found the drift. But how do you do like the jump thing? Alright, I won. First place. Well, there we go. There we go. I mean, so far so good. It's fun. Um, like I said, I don't really know what settings this is on. I feel like I feel that was really way too easy. I feel like that was there's something off, something off. I'll have to look in the settings and see what it is. But um, yeah, and I'm wondering how it works with the Joy Cons, just like separately. Um, like I don't even know if the wheels are necessary because it doesn't seem like it does it based off of the. Uh, it's not like the Wii where like you would turn the Wii. Like turn the turn the thing and it would shift it. Look, I'm just using the regular um, the the regular um, the analog stick. So I don't know. I don't know if the wheels are even necessary. I'll be quite honest, because um, that was always cool when you had the wheels with the Wii U and like you kind of move it so you don't have to like. It was easier to hold on to. Um, but all right, that's gonna do it. Um, just want to thank you everyone for listening. I got my new toy, my new Switch. I made my predictions for UFC. I made predictions for ROH, um, all that fun stuff. My neighbor's doing, is mowing his lawn for some reason. Um, of course, I feel like he mows his lawn every day, but maybe not. Maybe it's a different neighbor. I don't know. It sounds like it's always the same one. Uh, but anyways, yeah, go uh, go to the, the website, yeah, my blog site, razorvader.blogspot.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at razorvader. Um, what else? Uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes. Give me, or sorry, Apple podcast. Give me five stars. Give me a review. Also hit me up. You can also subscribe on Stitcher and give me a review and five stars on that. Uh, what else? Uh, I guess that's going to do it. So, um, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time, which will be pretty quickly because we got some stuff coming up next week. I was hoping, hoping, hoping to do the metallica podcast i've been working on an idea of doing a metallica podcast prior to going to see metallica but that's next friday and i don't think it's gonna timing's not gonna work out so hopefully eventually we'll do metallica podcast maybe hopefully i don't know um i guess after the fact maybe we'll do some sort of um um review of metallica or whatever but um in the meantime i'll be back next week sometime to preview nxt takeover and backlash and talk about what happened this weekend give you some more um uh kind of thoughts on uh how i feel about the switch and uh i got another box to open up for you people so well for me i'm not opening up for you i'm opening up for me but on the podcast so uh thanks for listening and i'll catch you next time